I'm sure as Christians, we've all had this experience when you feel hopeless, sad, anxious, and you decide to put on a worship song, read your favorite scripture, listen to a sermon, pray, dwell in the presence of God, and your mood changes completely. Like a 180 change, you feel joyful, you feel at peace. It's just this feeling of comfort that words cannot describe. And that is the power that is in the presence of God. Hello, guys, and welcome to Death to Self Podcast, a podcast navigating Christianity in your 20s and how to be in the world and not of it. Today, we're going to talk about the medicine for our soul, which is dwelling in the presence of god and there are different ways that we could dwell in the presence of god it could be through praise and worship and i never clearly understood the difference between praise and worship till now so praise is acknowledging god's greatness and being thankful to god an example of this would be in luke chapter 1 verse 46 when mary was pregnant with jesus and she was filled with the holy spirit and she began to praise the lord and say how great he is and how magnificent he is and worship is more intimate it is the highest form of honor and respect that we can show towards god it's more personal because it's like a conversation between you and god and an example with this from the bible would be when mary the sister of lazarus i think in john 12 when she anointed jesus's feet with expensive perfume that was like her way of honoring and acknowledging jesus it was like her worshiping jesus with that type of sacrifice praise and worship cannot only be done in church and concerts it's not just limited to our song choice but it is a way of living as christians it's also not limited to our mood like we cannot praise god only when we are sad and we want to feel god's peace but also in times of joy that is how we show god gratitude in the good times and the bad times we praise and we worship god and another way that we can dwell in god's presence is with bible study the power in that book the bible is just so powerful and i think a lot of people underestimate the bible like they think it's just another book when it is literally a letter a love letter given to us by the creator of the universe i saw this on tiktok like when the creator of the universe literally left you a love letter it's like mind-blowing like god has given us himself in words through the bible every word is god speaking to us speaking to our situation speaking to our life speaking to our spirit and the meaning of the bible is a holy book meaning that it's not just any book that we can just open and read but we have to invite the holy spirit to read with us to interpret for us and to speak to our souls always always invite the holy spirit to speak to you before you read your bible it can be as simple as praying a short prayer like lord i pray you speak to my situation you speak to my heart you speak to my life through your words and then god will open your eyes and your heart for 
the words to cut through our spirit and our souls and through our bones and marrow like paul describes in hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. if you're new to bible study i'd highly recommend my favorite book ever written by just yo guys i really love paul hey like i'm gonna record an episode dedicated to my favorite words spoken by paul because paul is just what a man mm, I, yo i love paul so much paul the apostle i'm talking about paul the apostle it's not like my boyfriend or like anybody that i know name is paul <laughs> in case you're like which paul are you talking about but anyways if you're new to bible study i'd highly recommend starting with the book of romans it is quite straightforward about the basics of sin the gospel and growth in christ galatians Ephesians, and philippians are also literally so good like pure gold and it basically tells us how to live the christian life galatians has for example the fruit of the flesh and the fruit of the spirit Ephesians has the full armor of god philippians has do not worry about anything but pray about everything i can do all things through christ that strengthens me like all three books you know galatians philippians and Ephesians are so encouraging and you're short as well it's like four to six five chapters and they're just like really filled with a lot of wisdom so i'd highly recommend those books and then you can go to the gospels oh man matthew mark luke and john matthew mark luke john and acts i think acts is also part of the gospel and my favorite my top favorite is matthew and john i love reading jesus's words like reading jesus's words is the most comforting thing ever the book of matthew is my absolute favorite the book of matthew is so good y'all like from the beginning mary is pregnant jesus is born he grew up in the temple and in hiding and then at age 30 he got baptized started his ministry recruited his 12 disciples went all over the world to preach the good news making the blind see the lame walk the deaf hear healing and performing life-changing miracles like feeding more than five thousand people with five loaves and two fishes walking on water and 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 then boom one of you will betray me he gets betrayed by one of his disciples judas for 30 pieces of silver you know when i read that i judged judas i'm like there's no way because if you read it right it's like wow judas because can you imagine that he betrayed jesus with a kiss can you imagine like he told the people looking for jesus that the one i kiss is the one whose name is jesus so he came to jesus like hey bro what's up kiss on the cheek and that's how he snitches yo i was so mad i was so mad when i read that and jesus humbled me real quick like girl you you are not the one to judge at all like because we literally betray jesus every time we do what he tells us not to do so who are we to judge judas or mary for eating the apple like we should not judge these people at all you know but anyways um judas be betrays jesus <laughs> i'm still talking about the book of matthew basically a summary um judas betrays jesus for 30 pieces of silver and jesus is brutally molested man 
he asked for water they gave him vinegar they gave him a crown of thorns basically mocking the fact that he's a king until he died on the cross and, and then three days later the tomb is empty the king has resurrected from the dead he appears to us and he tells us to make disciples like yo the book of matthew is so beautiful it will make you fall in love with jesus so much more and side note y'all like did you know that jesus is a historical figure like i'm only knowing this now the fact that it is actually proven that jesus existed and he was crucified like i've never doubted god's existence that deeply but the fact that it is actually proven like it's a like he's a historical figure it just strengthens my faith so much more like you cannot say that god does not exist you cannot say that you can choose to not believe in god but you cannot say that god does not exist because there's literally proof that my father my king came here in human form as jesus and he was nailed on the cross and he rose again like there is proof of all of that so you in fact that's a whole nother episode <laughs> we're gonna talk about that on another episode but yeah highly recommend reading the gospels and do not think that you can only study the word of god through reading your bible the bible app has an audio feature or if you don't use the bible app even on youtube you can listen to the word of god and that is just as powerful as reading or even watching the word of god there are a lot of amazing movies acting out the bible i've heard that the chosen is also amazing i think i'm the only one who has not watched the chosen and i should i started watching it i got bored because i didn't understand like the bible reference but with how much the christian community is talking about how amazing it is i definitely should like be more patient and give it another try but yeah how often do we study our bible daily psalms 1 says meditate on this lord day and night we study our bible daily because it's literally a manual on how to live life so we should study our bible as often as we live life which is daily you know till you die every single day you should study your bible imagine how powerful it will be that we replace our phones with our bible like imagine picking up your bible every morning instead of picking up your phone or reading your bible instead of mindlessly mind reading your bible instead of mindlessly scrolling and there are several bible study methods that are effective you know i think we all know or if you don't know of the soap method which is scripture observation application and prayer and to add on to that here are five questions that you should ask yourself when you are reading the bible five questions to ask yourself when you are reading the bible is there a sin to forsake is there a promise to claim is there an example to follow is there a command to obey and is there a truth to believe so basically asking yourself those five questions will help you to be more intentional when reading your bible instead of just rushing through it you know like what exactly are you learning from this chapter is there a sin that you have to let go of is there a promise that you have to claim is there an example to follow a command to obey or a truth to believe and another way that we can dwell in god's presence is through prayer 
and jesus himself gave us a formula to prayer in matthew chapter 6 when he prayed our father who art in heaven hello be thy name thy kingdom come that will be done on earth as in his name when he prayed that it was not just like for us to you know memorize it and then we say it and pray it but it is more of a formula it is like jesus teaching us how to pray and that's what he said like and this is how you pray starting with our father who art in heaven hallowed be your name that is praise you start your prayer with praise praising god for who he is calling him all the beautiful names and thanking him for what he has done and then when jesus goes on to say forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us that is the second step to prayer which is repentance confessing your sins to god and asking god for forgiveness and that is a very important aspect of prayer because the bible says in proverbs 28 verse 9 the prayer of a sinner is an abomination to god so it's very important for you to pray from a place of purity because sometimes what hinders our prayers from being answered is us polluting our prayers by praying in sin like you cannot pray for god to forgive you of your sins when you have unforgiveness in your heart you cannot pray to god when you have unforgiveness and grudges into your heart and anger and pride all of these things pollute our prayers to god you have to pray for god to purify you so you can present yourself in a way that is holy and acceptable unto him when you are asking for your request and the next equation to the formula if i may say so that jesus gives us is when he says lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil and that is asking now you have praised god you have repented you can present your request to god and make your request known be personal and specific the most important part is connect it to the word of god connect your request to the word of god i've said this so many times but i'll say it again prayer without the word of god is like a gun with no bullet how do you expect to kill that situation if there's no bullet in the gun if there's no word connected to the prayer there's so much power in praying the word of god you know like lord you said in your word in proverbs chapter 4 verse 18 that the path of the just is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day i decree and i declare by your word that my today shall be better than yesterday that in every aspect of my life i shall go forward and i shall and i shall excel in everything i do lord you said in your word in second thessalonians 3 verse 16 that you give me peace at all times and in every situation i come against any feeling that opposes your word i come against the feeling of fear and anxiety and depression and i pray that your peace shall be in me regardless of my situation you see how powerful that is compared to just lord i pray that i shall excel this year lord i pray that i shall feel your peace it's like connected to the word of god it just makes your prayer your prayer a hundred times more powerful when you connect it to the word and it makes the devil scared because it's like okay you actually know what you're saying you actually know that god has promised you this thing so it's like you are more sure when you're asking for something because you know that it is yours 
And in the last part of the Lord's Prayer, Jesus says, For thy is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. And that's how we close our prayers, by yielding. Yielding is about giving God control of our lives and surrendering our plans to his perfect will. Like yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. It's basically saying, Lord, you have control over everything. And surrendering your prayers to him, knowing that Many are the plans in a man's heart, but God's promises will prevail. Lord, let your will be done. It is being okay with the fact that God might not answer your prayers the way you wanted it, but you're at peace because you know that God's plans are bigger than yours. That is the state of yielding. And that's how we pray, which is an abbreviation. P for praise, R for repentance. A for asking and Y for yielding. Those are the top three ways we can dwell in God's presence. And there's just so much power in dwelling in God's presence. Like when you dwell in his presence, he turns the fear and the doubt into the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Love, joy, peace. Heavy, heavy on the peace. Like God's peace is unmatched. He also equips you with the full armor of God. All of his benefits comes to pass when you dwell in his presence. And some people might say, well, I've prayed and worshiped and read my Bible and I still feel anxious and fear. Then you have not dwelled in God's presence. If you still feel how you felt before you prayed, then you haven't dwelled in God's presence enough. Because the evidence that you've dwelled in God's presence is the change that you feel afterwards. Let's talk about Hannah for a bit. Hannah and Panina were both married to Elkanah. Panina had a lot of children and Hannah was barren and she had no child. She was treated unfairly, made fun of and provoked by Panina because of her barrenness. Put yourself in Hannah's shoes to understand her emotions. Imagine how sad and depressed she was she was weeping every day she refused to eat but one thing she did was pray first samuel chapter 1 verse 10 says she was deeply distressed but prayed to the lord and wept bitterly and verse 12 says she continued praying she prayed so much that early the priest thought she was drunk it was literally like and when are you going to stop drinking? And she was like, no, Ellie, I am not drunk. I have a burden that I need to discuss with God. And after all of that, verse 18 tells us that the woman went away and ate and her face was no longer sad. Something changed after she prayed and dwelled in God's presence. She went from weeping and not eating to being happy and hopeful and feeling reassured and at peace. And that is what God's presence does to us. And this is actually before God gave her Samuel. Before God gave her Samuel, before God gave her a son, before God answered her prayers, she was at peace. So God's peace does not even come with the prayer being answered, but it comes by simply dwelling in his presence. So don't think that you'll be at peace after God answers your prayers, after God gives you this thing that you've been praying for, but the peace comes because of his presence which is not connected to anything or connected to any situation hannah felt at peace before she had her child just by dwelling in god's presence that should tell us the power that is in the presence of god and i've been through this where you know i've prayed 
worship and I still feel burdened and sad. And in those times, pray again, pray harder, change the worship song because the evidence that you have been in God's presence is the change that you feel is the comfort and the peace and the love that you feel. It is the light weight. Like you really feel like a burden has been lifted off your heart. It's literally medicine to your soul. It is so healing. It is so healing. So if you're not healed after dwelling in God's presence, dwell again, go again and again and again, stay there and hold onto him until you feel the healing through your soul. And God's presence should be our first response and not our last resort. Don't tell your man and then you tell your friends and then you come and you tell God. It's like, no, God should know first. God should be your best friend. You should tell him first, like come running to him first about the problem. And then he will lead you to the person that you can tell that will give you a solution. Sometimes we might idolize our free time i watched a reel about this and it was so relatable sometimes i would you know like i would quickly dwell in god's presence you know because i know that i have to do it daily i'm like okay god fine i'll do it daily just quickly say a two-minute prayer quickly go through my bible or just or just like you know first of the day and that's it so i can have free time to watch netflix scroll and tiktok and do whatever i want to do but we should not separate ourselves from god's presence it shouldn't be like okay this is our time and then this is god's time but we should incorporate god in all that we do in our waking up in our exercising like listening to a christian podcast i'd highly recommend dead to self by pearl or instead of just watching a movie as often as you can watch one that will strengthen your relationship with god i'd highly recommend war room it is such an amazing christian movie like there's this scene that i can remember so vividly because it touched me um let me try explaining the scene so priscilla is a lukewarm christian and she visits her friend um sarah and sarah is like so on fire for god so priscilla the lukewarm christian is telling sarah the powerful woman of god about like her problems and what she's dealing with in life and all of that so she is in sarah's home and sarah offers priscilla tea but the tea is lukewarm so priscilla drinks the tea and she spits it out and she's like what type of tea is this like please i like my tea hot she said something like that and then sarah was like that's exactly how god sees you you're neither hot nor cold and god will speak you out of his mouth something like that and there's a verse that is exactly like that i was like whoa what a good movie because it's literally like you're literally watching the word of god it's just so good so war room is an amazing christian movie i watched it on an illegal website don't tell anyone <laughs> because it's not a netflix or anything like i don't know where to watch it if you're about to ask like where do i watch it from i watch it on an illegal website i don't know where else but like war room yo it's like chef's kiss also i'd highly recommend 
watching christian youtubers like deborah b she is amazing there's also kentani misi there's gina b there's karen atakora there is there are a lot of christian youtubers obviously i have to plug myself sally pearl on youtube and don't worry i'll type these youtubers in the description box so you can easily like see their names and find their channels you can also incorporate god in all you do by having prayer walks or when you like you know chilling with your friends just talk about god for a little bit just like try your best to incorporate god in everything that you do build a routine to dwell in god's presence we have our skincare routine you know cleanser toner then vitamin c then moisturizer we have our maintenance routine getting our nails done lashes and hair every few weeks but what do you do to take care of the most important part of yourself which is your soul what is your soul care routine because the bible says what does it benefit a man to gain the world but lose his soul your soul is the most important part of yourself so it's good to take care of your vessel you know it's good to have the hygiene and beauty maintenance and routines and take care of yourself but know that it is your soul that is going to heaven so what are you doing to please god once you get to heaven what, what are you doing to secure your spot in heaven well you don't necessarily have to do anything because we are saved by grace and not by works hallelujah god just reminded me of that verse. but basically what are you doing every day to grow closer to your creator what are you doing every day to make god proud to make god say to you when you get to heaven well done my good and faithful servant what is your soul care routine for me it is church every sunday bram fam mondays school of preachers call where we talk about the bible or like different bible related topics tuesdays and thursdays bible readings every day i try watching sermons like you gotta have a routine to grow closer to god and obviously church only every sunday is not enough which is what a lot of us do you know we go to church and we're like okay i'm done with jesus for the next six days and then you go to church then you're done it's like nah you gotta incorporate him in everything you do and i'm actually making a youtube video about this soul care routine concept because like when god revealed it to me i was like mm, god that is so good so i really want to encourage people to take care of their souls as much and even more than they take care of their bodies so yeah sally pearl on youtube subscribe i'm plugging myself again yes i am and i'll do that a million times thank you but anyways thank you guys for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it i hope you learned a thing or two and i hope god spoke to you through this episode above all like i pray so much before recording a podcast episode because i don't just want this to be vibes or like just another podcast episode but i want this to speak to your soul man like i want something to change after you listen to this episode i want this episode to be like you dwelling in god's presence not just this episode but every dead to self podcast episode you dwelling in god's presence and you come back oh like by the time you're done you feel a little just one step closer to god you know like that's just how powerful i want every podcast episode to be and from the messages that i have received the episodes are touching 
um you one way or another and i am so beyond grateful and i bless god for that that i spoke about on this episode where recommendation so please if you have any recommendations anything that you want me to talk about please please send me a message i would highly appreciate it send me a message on the dead to self podcast instagram or better still my personal instagram which is also in the podcast description and also guys the podcast has a youtube channel and this is for first of all uploading the audio podcast episode on youtube just so anybody who did not have access to any podcast platforms can listen on youtube and also for when the time is right and god makes it happen when the podcast becomes video format i really have no idea how or when that will happen but i'm just gonna give it to god i'm just gonna let go and let god and yeah man it's it's gonna be dead to self by pearl so i'd highly appreciate your subscription as well and please always share the podcast please 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 like i dare you to just share the link on your instagram on your whatsapp your facebook if you're using facebook your linkedin well uh, not necessarily your linkedin but please just share the link or just personally to a friend if you think a friend would need this somehow please share it because most of you would usually send me a screenshot of what your friend said about the podcast when you shared and it's usually just like you know top tier things it's like wow this was a really good podcast episode so share with your friends don't be stingy yeah share with your friends share the podcast episode and may god bless you as you do and today's song of the episode is ryan ellis need need by ryan ellis and yeah comment down ways that you spend time with god or um your favorite podcasters christian podcasters or christian youtubers or christian movie please let's share that in the comment section and never forget jesus our sweet jesus he loves you so much more than the world can comprehend and that his presence is always available for you to just it's so simple to go in his presence it's the cheapest medicine like it's as cheap as opening your bible it's as cheap as singing a worship song so it's the cheapest medicine for your soul his presence is always available for whenever you feel anxious doubt fear depressed just dwell in the presence of god and you will experience pure magic jesus loves you so much i love you too see you next week monday bye Cause you